You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice podcast. This is episode 80, Scaling Your Sound and Energy Practice. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I am the business and life coach for sound and energy medicine practitioners who want to turn their practices into aligned careers that point toward freedom, flexibility, and fulfillment. This is Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Hi there. Thank you for joining me on the podcast today. I hope you're enjoying your weekend and you're ready to step into a new week after maybe some refreshing time spent. I I took a nap yesterday, um, which I don't normally do, but I was just so tired. Um, and I have a, a ring that measures my biometrics. It's called an aura ring. And um, it was, I only laid down for 30 minutes. 27 minutes of those were deep sleep. So <laughs> I am definitely stepping into a new week refreshed. What's new here? Uh, we've got a full pack of dogs in our house today. We have our three and we've been dog sitting. And thankfully, we've got to a great routine to keep everybody happy. Every day we spend one to two hours in the woods and that's really my favorite part of the day unless it's below 20 degrees and then it's just something I have to push through. But the dogs are always happy no matter what temperature it is to be outside and that's all that matters, right? I could probably do a whole episode on scaling your pack of dogs, (laughs) but we'll stay focused on business. So scaling, I'm bringing this topic to you today because my clients often want to scale their practice before they're ready. And believe me, I've been there. I wanted to try and scale my business a few times and have learned how not to do it along the way. I am in the process of scaling now and it can be a really scary thing. So I feel that this is valuable information to share with you as you might be considering scaling or even wondering what it is or when you're ready. So I want to say that first before I get started that this information is coming from my experience. It's also uh, from what I've seen and learned in working with clients and also what I have seen and learned from my mentors and coaches. And it is by no means an intention to discourage you from reaching high. But if I had someone in the beginning to tell me what to be paying attention to and what to consider and how to strategize, that would have saved me a lot of time, energy, money, disappointment, failure, right? So in this episode, what I hope to share with you today, what I hope you'll walk away with is knowing what exactly scaling means, how you know you're ready, and ways to scale your practice. So let's start with scaling. What is it? What does that even mean? If you're already an entrepreneur, you're probably aware of the meaning of this. You probably know what it means. If you're brand new to entrepreneurship, you may have maybe heard the word kind of thrown around, but you're not exactly sure what it means. So from what I take and gather, and um, I look this up too, it, scaling a business means growing it beyond its current size and increasing its revenue and profits. So the money that comes in. It involves increasing your business's capacity to handle more customers or clients 
without significantly increasing your costs. So for example, let's say with your practice, you currently have a steady stream of clients who book one-on-one sessions with you. Scaling your business could mean expanding your services to offer group sessions or creating online courses or hiring additional practitioners to help you handle more clients. So the goal of scaling is to increase your revenue and profits without sacrificing the quality of your services or the experience of your clients. And to do this, you need to make sure you have a streamlined process that's running smoothly before you grow or you will grow a mess and you'll end up hating your business, right? So you might, if this is not done properly, you might um, increase your uh, your your one-on-one sessions, but you're not, you know, factoring them on price and you're all of a sudden working more hours than you ever planned to. Um, if you don't have your marketing down, this could be really difficult, right? So how do you know that you have a streamlined process? I think the easiest way to gauge this is using the benchmark of hitting $100,000 in revenue in your business with one simple offer. Now, I get a lot of resistance when I talk about having one simple offer. But here's the thing. If you don't have a solid foundation for how your business is running and you grow, like I said, you'll grow a mess. So when you reach this $100,000 in your business with one offer and you don't absolutely hate your business, you know that you've got it down with your processes, with marketing, you've grown your skill of sales because you're bringing in new clients regularly. You're nurturing your current clients to either keep them coming back or they're sending people your way. So I think when some people think, and, and this is what I used to think scaling was, was just making more money. And so they think that changing their business model will actually make them more money. So for example, thinking that offering group sessions or a membership instead of one-on-ones is the answer to more money, but it's not always the case. And here's why. From my experience and what I've learned from my mentors and coaches is that the idea of starting with group sessions or a membership will make you more money. It's just not that simple. It's possible. Don't get me wrong. Like I have several clients right now who are starting with that. And I think what everybody's really learning is that there's so much more marketing and sales involved in starting with a business model like that. You have to market to the masses. And if you're not mastering online marketing, then this can be really difficult. And it's not a way to really sustain like a full-time income. One-on-ones are much easier to sell. And it's really the easiest way to get to $100,000. But not every, this isn't for everybody because, you know, people want to work less and make more money. I get it. Me too. (laughs) Right? That's when, so if you want to work less, you want to charge more to work less. If you're, if you've got a one-on-one thing going on, let's say you figure out a capacity in your schedule, how many clients you want to see a week and you factor how much you want to make a year. So let's say you want to make $100,000 a year. If you're seeing 100,000 if you're seeing 12 clients a week, 
how much does that mean you'll need to charge for your client sessions? Sometimes this works out beautifully. It's like right in the ballpark of what you think you should be charging. And then other times you need to get creative with adding more value. And that's something that um, I do as a coach to help people figure out and transition into and make it happen. So when my business model was doing one-on-one sessions, I was coaching 80% of the time and I was marketing 20% of the time. That's how I know, and I've seen it done over and over and over again from other clients and other coaches, that is the easiest way to get to $100,000, one-on-one sessions, because you're charging more per hour, right? And you ha- and when you're doing one-on-ones, you don't have to market to the masses, right? You, you start with just organic marketing, telling people what you do. Um, and making offers to help them. Um, When I transitioned to a membership, it's more like 20% coaching and 80% marketing. Like I am marketing all the time, right? So what happened for me was that I actually built the skill of marketing for one-on-ones and sales for one-on-ones, and I'm applying all of that learning to online marketing, to starting to market to more people at the same time. I think that this misconception that's out there that you can do less and make more, um, but well, I wouldn't call it a misconception because it's like I said, it's possible. It just requires a certain skill set. It requires determination and it requires like a, a kind of like a fearless attitude about putting yourself out there and making offers again and again and again, right? If you are afraid to be visible online, this is going to be really hard to to market for group sessions, right? And market for memberships online. Um, I think that when you really break six figures in your business, you've got You've got something to really work off of. You know you've mastered certain skills. And I could totally be wrong about all of this, but this is what I've observed so far. So take what, you know, resonates and sits with you well and just leave behind what doesn't. So besides hitting 100K in your business, you'll want to make sure that you are maxing out what you can do with your current business model. All right, so if your current business model is one-on-one sessions, you'll want to make sure that your schedule is full, it's at capacity, whether that's 12 clients a week or 20 clients a week, right? Whatever you decide full is, and you have a wait list, you have a demand of clients who they can't wait to get in with you, But they have to wait three months or something, right? They have to wait a while because you're so in demand. You'll know you're at this stage um, when when you're, you know, you'll you'll know that you're ready to start scaling when you're here. You'll also know it's time to scale when your time or headspace becomes more valuable than the money that's coming in. So you start noticing that you could be making more money doing other things than what you're actually making money for those other things, right? So for example, if you're spending time during your week on administrative tasks that you could hire someone else to do for, 
you know, your time is worth $150 an hour and you could hire someone else to do for $30 an hour, then it might be time to consider that, right? When I say administrative tasks, you know, maybe that's, oh gosh, um, accounting, um, maybe it's, you know, I kind of see it a lot being financially, that could be a great place to start to hire somebody. Um, what are some other things? Um, even like paying for a scheduler, right? If you find that you are spending a lot of time going back and forth with emails with people um, about, you know, what what availability you have and booking and all that, even just purchasing a software uh, like scheduling software um, for like, I don't know, I think they're like 15 bucks a month to 25 bucks a month um, to do that for you. <laughs> that's That could be a way to scale, right? To just start investing some money into resources to help you so that you can do um, what you will get paid, you will get paid $150 an hour to do. If you've met these benchmarks in your practice, before you decide to scale, another thing you can do to determine if it's time for maybe changing a business model, like offering group sessions, is to get a temp check from your current clientele or audience. So when I say temp check, this might look like giving them a brief little synopsis of what you plan to offer. Like you send an email that says, I'm planning on offering monthly group sessions um, and here are the, here's the value, here's what this can do for you or membership or whatever. And without giving them all the details, like the price and the time and all that, just ask them if they'd be interested. And of all the people that say yes, like what, and how you could gauge this, right, is maybe have them join a wait list. And of all those people that join that wait list, plan on about 15 to 30% of those people actually committing and purchasing that new offer. And if that is going to sustain your profit without increasing your expenses dramatically, then you're definitely in the ballpark. You are not ready to launch if you have nowhere near that amount of people who are interested, okay? So this may not seem like an important step. It didn't to me when I went from promoting one-on-one biofield tuning sessions to group sessions. I was just so excited to do it. Um, And I had this idea that there would be a demand. I was like, of course people are going to want this, right? But I didn't do a temp check. And so out of my 50 clients at the time, I think I had like two or three sign up for the group sessions. And it was kind of disappointing because I put in quite a bit of time and energy to create a sign up page and the email confirmations and the marketing emails. I put a lot into it. So if I had done a temp check, I might have waited it out a bit longer or started to kind of warm them up to the idea first or even started to offer free group sessions to get the interest and following going. If you're at the point of wanting to get to readiness, to make 100K, to get the wait list, to hire out help, to, you know, you got that temp check and you're, you want um, to put together another offer. If you're wanting 
to get to that point, I can help you. I've been working with practitioners over the last two years, and many of them have told me that since working with me, they've doubled, even tripled their revenue. And I'm coaching a couple of them right now through scaling their business so they can serve more of their clients without adding more work hours. And they make more, right? So just consider that. If not me, get another coach, someone who can help you really get to that place where you want to be in your business. Because I know that you're even listening to this podcast because it's a true desire of yours to have your own business because maybe you want the financial freedom, the time freedom. Maybe it's, you know, just something you you just love doing. You want to do it every day and have it cover your expenses. And I totally get it. And maybe it's all of that, right? Okay. So having a coach can really help you get to those goals. Here's what I know about coaching. Coaching helps you, like the coach that you have, if you have a good coach, they can help you see like windows of opportunity that maybe you don't see yet. They can help you change your mind, change your perspective when you're feeling um, stuck or when you're feeling confused or overwhelmed. And they can help you with that future-focused thinking and um you know, I've, I've gotten so much from coaching myself and even just having a weekly coaching session, it keeps my goal at the forefront of my mind. So I'm always thinking about it. I'm always like, not overly thinking about it, but like, it's always there. So I'm always moving. I'm always progressing towards it and I'm hitting my goals and it's amazing. Okay. So let's move on to talking about ways to scale. But first let's just talk about what not to do. <laughs> Don't scale in a way that adds more work hours because it will only lead to burnout. It will lead to more stress, more hustle, more grind, and then you'll end up creating a business that you hate and growing a business that you hate. And that's not the goal, right? We talked about those reasons you became an entrepreneur in the first place. It's really to it like, essentially, we've dialed it down to live the life you love. Okay? So here's what, here's ways you can scale your business. The first and I think easiest way to scale is to raise your prices. You may think nobody's going to pay that much, that what you've been charging is working great. So don't do this unless you feel confident that you can increase the value. And for many of you who have been doing this for a while, you've already increased the value of your services without even realizing it, right? Think about it. When you first set your prices, you were at a certain experience level, and now your experience is different from when you started. So you've already increased your value. You already have demand. People are waiting to get in to see you. So there can be a few approaches to raising your prices and may require some coaching to work through any issues of self-worth or confidence, but you could see half the amount of clients in a week by charging twice as much, for an example, right? Or you could see the same amount of clients in a week and double the prices and then you've doubled your revenue without adding more work. The second way is to change your offer, which requires some creativity and thinking through and some strategic planning. 
This is one of those scenarios where you don't want to create a new business model. So when I say business model, I mean, if you're seeing one-on-one clients and that's your main stream of income in your business, that is your business model. A new business model might be switching from those one-on-one sessions to group sessions or a membership. And you don't want to do this based off of what you think your future demand will be. This is something that I have experienced firsthand. (laughs) This is that option that you want to get the temp check on. You want to gauge some interest, start a wait list for your new offer, maybe offer some free things to get people interested, see that it works. And if all this goes well, you could be doing the same thing, right? You could be doing the sessions, um, the same trade, same craft that you've been doing, but with less frequency and ideally be making more money. The third way we've already talked about a little bit is to hire help. So at some point when you reach capacity, right, you won't be able to do everything yourself and you'll want to hire someone to help you because your time, your brain space, your craft will be more valuable than the money coming in. So if and when you get to this point, keep in mind whatever it is you're hiring for or you're kind of like resourcing out, like scheduling, that's replacing you, it doesn't have to be done as well as you would do it. So for example, if you're hiring another practitioner to help you even see clients, right? They don't have to do it just like you do. They don't have to be as good as you. In fact, if they're newer to the trade and not as experienced and don't have as much demand, your clients can pay a lower rate to see them. And you might have some brain drama about this, um, but there are people out there, clients out there who would be willing to see a lower rate with or see a practitioner at a lower rate that's connected to you because they're connected to you and they've had great results. Um, there are some clients who are going to want to pay the higher ticket price to see you and that let them make that choice, right? Um, and get a temp check. You could always get that temp check. Um, so this is another thing you might want coaching on because it's that, you know, there can be a lot of drama about this. The fourth way to scale is to create some evergreen content. And I think there are so many of us that want to do this, that love to do this, but just know you can't just throw up a session on your website, like a, you know, you pre-recorded a session. You can't just throw it up on your website and expect people to buy it without a sales strategy. Okay. So an evergreen thing and evergreen content is something that you create one time and it lives over and over and over again, just like pre-recorded group sessions. So it's important, especially at first, until you've really mastered the skill of marketing and selling, you've got a good sales funnel, if you've ever heard that word, um, you don't want to count on this to be the main way that you scale because it does require all of those things. Um, Maybe we can talk about a sales funnel in another episode, but basically that's, that's like the journey that you bring your clients, their prospective clients through when they encounter your, ideally you want like a free offer or a low priced offer that 
um, you get an exchange, they get an exchange for their, for giving you their email address and name. And you get to add that to um, your email list. And then they can, you know, you walk them through this email sales journey until they buy your offer. It can be, um, I don't want to say it's a complicated process because I actually think it's pretty simple, but um, it takes it takes a lot of thought and strategy. And so just know that if that's something that you want to do, it's important to have a good sales funnel. The fifth way to scale your business is to create more offers. But you want to be careful with this one too because if your business has too many offers in the beginning, it can be really messy. And so this is like one of the last things that you want to do. Like I said before, you want to ha- you want to reach the benchmark of 100,000 with one simple offer because you don't want to create a bunch of messes. You want to keep your business simple. Again, master that skill of marketing and sales. Get really good at that one simple offer. Make sure you're getting results. People are talking about it and that kind of thing. Otherwise, it can just end up one big mess, okay? (laughs) Again, I don't want to discourage you. And if you have multiple offers, I'm not saying necessarily that you shouldn't, but what I have seen with my practice and my clients' practices when they when we simplify, when we focus and we hone in on marketing and selling one simple offer, then the world is just open to us. We can really hone in our voice, hone in our strategy, and get that momentum going in our practice that's bringing us to 100K. So in conclusion... Scaling your sound and energy practice requires careful consideration and planning. And it's essential to have clean processes that work and to um, maximize your current business model before expanding. So by raising your prices, changing your offer, hiring help, creating evergreen content, and creating more offers, you can scale your business without sacrificing your time or well-being. If you would like any help with this, don't hesitate to reach out or visit JillianFaldmo.com for more information on how I can help you. We do have an option lately. This is, I've kind of opened this up again for a free 30-minute consult. So go to JillianFaldmo.com and then click on the work with me tab. And you'll see at the very bottom of the page, uh, an opportunity for a free consultation. And we'll see if this is a good fit for you. All right, friend, have a great rest of your day and I'll see you in the next episode. Are you a sound and energy medicine practitioner who wants to grow your business but don't know where to start? Maybe you're feeling confused, overwhelmed. Maybe you're feeling self-doubt. Well, I've got the perfect resource for you and it's free. Head on over to JillianFaldmo.com to get the Harness Your Emotional Awareness to Grow Your Business Roadmap. It's a roadmap that's designed just for you. 
to turn those emotions like confusion, fear, whatever it is that's stopping you from growing your business into emotions that will actually fuel the action to grow your business. You've got this. Head over to JillianFaldmo.com to claim it now. Thank you.